0: AEW uh, last Friday night had the debut of Rampage.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, punk
0: yet? then we got uh, we tomorrow night AEW Rampage in Chicago. Um, there there's been a lot of a lot of teasing, a lot of uh, dancing dancing around. Talking about it's going to be the biggest week in wrestling. Uh, I think everybody, you know, Tony Khan's out there tweeting today about how, uh, you know, current fans are going to love it. It's going to bring back old fans, that it's a the biggest night in AEW history. The AEW starts a new tomorrow night, something like that. he tweeted out earlier. Um, let me see if I can actually find the tweet. I just saw it a little bit before we came on air. Um, Lots of rumors about what's going to happen tomorrow night in Chicago. Um, so let's start with Rampage. Um, new one-hour show debuted last week. Uh, I think it was three matches. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Wrestling show, one hour, uh, very driven. Um, I thought it was great. I, I, I mean, you have the SmackDown lead-in. I thought SmackDown... Felt the felt the pressure. Whatever you want to whatever you want to say, uh, a lot of buzz about another show on another network. I thought SmackDown delivered. Um, can AEW do another show at eleven p.m. on TNT on a Monday night, please? To make a Monday night show on USA have a little bit more focus and direction. Um, but no, I thought Rampage. I, I, I thought Rampage was a great show. Um, you know, will it, Will it have the same? push and drive each and every week it will remain to be seen. Uh, I hope it does. Um, but I liked it. I, I liked what they did last Friday. Um, Tim, Matt, your guys thoughts on, on rampage a week ago.
1: I, I didn't watch well, it. <laughs> I, I personally, I love this hour long concept, like an hour hours worth of wrestling at the end of a Friday. Like it's, it's just, it hit, I, the only thing I would have changed is I would have changed the match order, but I also understand that you want to give the profile to the women for the main event and they're in Britsburg. It's an easy victory. Um, But this week, man, the first dance, like I am, I'm strapped in for whatever it is. I'm I'm not entirely sold yet. Like, part of me is not sold that it's CM Punk. Call me crazy. Call me cra- call me outright insane.
0: Remember when I talked about the part of me that likes to watch the world burn? There, there's. I mean, that part of me is is would. And here's the thing: I I think Punk is. AEW bound, whether it happens tomorrow or not. I don't think that's the, 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 that's, that's not in question to me, but there is definitely a part of me that would love for him to not (laughs) because everybody, I mean, like a lot of friends of the show, everybody's expecting it tomorrow night. Everybody's expecting rampage comes on the air and you hear cult personality or you hear, what, whatever music they're going to play, and, and Phil from Chicago is going to be the open of the show.
2: I mean, I would assume Vegas has pretty high odds that he debuts tomorrow.
0: Sure. I mean, it's. Oh, without
1: question.
2: I would be shocked if he did, honestly. It doesn't feel like a big enough moment for that to me.
1: So. It is a big moment because they've hyped it as such. Mm-hmm. To me, they've done too many, like, sly Easter eggs over the last couple of weeks.
0: The Cookie Monster shirt.
1: The the Chick Magnet shirt. The best, all the best in the world talks. Mm-hmm. um, Like, all of that stuff. That, to me... Those look like big red herrings. Like, I I, don't, I I'm not entirely sold. Now I know CM Punk was just on an interview where they they asked him straight up, like, "Are you have plans on being at the United Center for, um, for for a rampage?" And Punk asks, "What day it is?" And apparently. There is a screening for episode three of Heels in Chicago on that day.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I heard about that.
1: So he doesn't know, like, it's not necessarily set in stone or not, but, like, they they don't know. Um, With all that said, I am not going to get baited into not thinking that this can't be Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson
0: see Lou I've said
1: it I've said it since the beginning like they say best in the world best in the world can easily be Brian Danielson I mean
0: there's another best in the world lurking out there uh, <laughs> don't ask for it.
1: the best oh is- that guy
0: uh Lou says I'm calling it now cult personality hits 30 second goes by nobody comes out. Final countdown hits AEW welcomes Brian Danielson. Um, I mean, it it would it would certainly get reaction. I mean, I think it would get a ton of buzz uh, if it's if it's not Punk if if it's Daniel Bryan Brian Danielson. Um, This is the tweet uh, from Tony Khan earlier today six oh nine tonight. Uh, I'm betting that excitement from the most anticipated announcement in AEW history at AEW Rampage, the first dance will build up through All Out on pay-per-view. We'll make new fans, plus we'll welcome dormant wrestling households worldwide back into the fold. A new era in AEW begins tomorrow.
1: Dormant wrestling fans.
0: Dormant wrestling fans.
1: Hmm. Ain't that some verbiage?
0: That that is some verbiage.
1: We've come a long way from using phrase "lapsed fan," right? Sure. Like now it's dormant,
0: or you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's
1: <laughs> former X,
0: right? I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's the the people who have tuned out from the other show on the other network. Like, I mean, it's you know that that's what it is. Loose says, my god. It's Hogan. <laughs> um
1: I swear to God, if it's Hogan, I'm I'm out. Done. My nuts. Done. My nuts. <laughs> I'll take my nuts it. on it. <laughs> Gone.
0: Um Davin didn't watch uh, Rampage last week either. Um
1: y'all missed out. Like I th- Omega yeah. Omega and Christian was a banger.
0: Real good. Um
1: Miro and Fuego del Sol was really, really good.
0: I yeah, I thought I thought that was booked perfectly because it's like you know,
1: that that might have been match of the night. Like if I'm being honest with myself, I mean it because was yeah, it was so it was like the hottest four minutes.
0: It was and it like was that's so the thing is like for for a second they had me. They had me believing that Miro might lose, which there was no reason he should have. No reason but, Miro should lose, and they 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 almost had me hooked that that he was going to, which which is impressive because the way they've been, the, one eighty that they did with Miro, um, since he's been TNT champion has been incredible. Like there's.
1: There's one thing I didn't like about Rampage.
0: And that is the
1: screaming corpse of Chris
0: Jericho. Ah. Uh, just awful. They're going to do the sign. They're this doing is... the sign.
1: Like he was just
0: awful. Screaming yeah at me. So did you see the tweet? No. Okay. So somebody tweeted like I don't know if they t- if he tweeted at everybody or like just at Jericho, but told him to stop yelling on commentary. And Jericho's response was turn the volume down. And I was like, apparently Mongoose McQueen doesn't understand that if I turn the volume down, so his volume is at a normal human level the other three guys on commentary, plus everything else happening on the show, which is at a human volume, would then be rendered unhearable. <laughs> like, he is just too loud. Like, sure, bring in the he's bringing excitement. He's jacked up to be there. Move that microphone about, like, eight more inches away from your face. Or somebody in the truck... Turn his turn turn the gain down a tad uh, on on Sergeant Skid Row over there. Um, nah, man,
1: he's got it, the knob is broken off, man.
0: Holy hell! They're
1: past eleven,
0: and Texas. like, like, did he do like? Did did he did he drink all the bubbly before the show? Did he do like eight lines of coke before the show or something? Because I, the man
1: didn't shut up. I think what it was is that he has found his latest alcoholic adventure. Um rumor has it that Jericho A little is bit rein- of the bubbly. He's reinvesting on the original recipe of four loco. <laughs> and he is boy <laughs> the epitome of uppers and downers. Oh that is God. Like he he is going to spin his body topsy tur. Like he is. The Tasmanian Devil, he's going to spin and spin and spin.
0: No, the Tasmanian Devil is one of the other three guys on commentary. No,
1: that's just Taz.
0: (laughs) Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Like, honest mistake. Yeah. Like, remove Jericho from that commentary team. And I actually think it's a pretty good team. Like, I thought. I
1: mean, you could also remove Mark Henry.
0: uh, I would rather remove Mark Henry from Backstage Interviewer. Personally, I would
1: rather him be the backstage interviewer.
0: OK, I mean, I'm not going to totally like he he was nervous. He I like, just
1: he doesn't have the cadence. For, no, like, and maybe he'll find commentary. it
0: because I think this was his first maybe. night ever as backstage interviewer. So I'll give it time. I'm not I'm not going to totally.
2: He was never like great on the mic to begin with.
0: No, yo, that Hall of Fame speech should get
1: you
2: talking. Well, yeah. Besides that, <laughs> that's about it. Besides but Sam it and Jack like at night, shouting, that's what I do. <laughs> like, Hall that. of
0: Pain, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, Taz, great Excalibur in that role, I thought was really good. Um, I, I again it, extract, and I'm so proud of my wife. Um, she refers to Chris Jericho as the bloated corpse of Chris Jericho. I'm so proud of her. (laughs) Um, but if you remove him from commentary, uh, I, I I think the team is just fine. I think it's better than the three play-by-play guys you have on Wednesday night. Plus Don Callis on commentary for half the show. Um, Let's see. Devin here says, "I don't. I think we're not going to see CM Punk until the very end of the show. Uh, punk music's going to hit. MJF coming out to massive uh, booze from the crowd. See, I, I think that the Moxley promo from last night when it was the um when he he called out was it Daniel Garcia for the main event match tomorrow night." I think Moxley's going to murder a man in the, in the ring in about 30 seconds. Um and then I I think that's where we get punk, and possibly a punk Moxley match cuz that'll create buzz uh going into All Out. Um but I, I feel like there was a lot of shots uh or um hints during that Moxley promo that 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 might lead to do the potential first uh first match for cm punk and aew
1: i listened to that promo and i didn't pick up on any of those hints
0: maybe, i mean maybe I it was just up. me fantasy booking it i don't know like to me it was just like if, yeah like why like why i don't know why I, why <laughs> <laughs> i just like to me i don't know i i just like Daniel Garcia attacking Moxley. Moxley says, "Let's put him in the main event." To me, Moxley's just gonna go out there and murder him, and then Punk's music's gonna hit, unless if if Punk doesn't come out at the start.
1: I think him and I think Daniel Garcia is gonna. This is a coming out party for Daniel Garcia. Oh yeah, Daniel Garcia is really good. He's very good, and I think he and Mox are gonna like have a really good match. Because to me also, like, if you look, if all the promos and the red herrings aren't, like, are, are true, the person who called out CM Punk is is Darby Allen. Sure. Darby was like, even if you're the best in the world.
0: Right, right, right. And,
1: like, he specifically called out the first dance. So if there's anything that's going to be connected to Darby or to to whoever the first dance is related to, it's going to be. The old Darbster.
0: Do you think there's any chance AEW um, blows their booking wad tomorrow night and just does Punk and Bryan all on the same night? Yes. Like so. So yes. the and maybe like the so like Darby's. You know, like maybe we do see that situation of cult of personality hits and then it, that ends up being Daniel Bryan, but then we get Darby talking some ish and then you know that that's where punk emerges so like we get the swerve at we get the swerve at the start and everybody's like what the fuck but is this not actually going to be punk and then we end up getting him anyway
1: the a lot of people have talked have like laughed at me saying this but what if it's cm punk with brian danielson and it's the two of them. And Punk is the manager of Brian Danielson. Huh. Like AEW does legends, right? Sting, Jake Roberts, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson. Not, not necessarily legends, but of, of higher scene like Vicky Guerrero. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I'm trying to remember the other... Chavo Guerrero.
0: Right. Like
1: they got a plenty of old wrestlers or less than active wrestlers. Yes. Taz. Yeah. That are there and are mouthpieces and are also attractions. Like people want to see them. And even if, if punk is in the worst shape of his life, him with Daniel, him with Brian Danielson, is a dynamite one-two punch. Regardless, so I'm not, I'm not counting against that either. Okay,
0: it could be anything. So, so in I'm that scenario, does Punk still wrestle at some point? Like he's not coming yes. in to not wrestle. Well, at least at Just the like on- thing with Darby, okay. Or do
2: they come back as a tag team?
1: Like, they could definitely do that too.
0: The best and the
2: beard comes back there you go
1: i think daniel bryan comes fa- no facial hair
2: and loses to the young bucks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
0: just, think, just
1: think see, just think cm punk and bryan danielson <laughs> cm punk and brian danielson versus darby allen and sting at all out
0: jesus yeah,
1: yeah. uh-huh that's
0: a- yeah <laughs> that's a thing yeah but i'm yeah, I'd be for that. I mean, that would that would work out well, and I mean, I think that'd be a good way because, I mean, Punk hasn't wrestled in a match, a, at least a a televised known match, in in seven years. It was wrestle. It was Raw Rumble. Yeah, and that was, yeah, that was WrestleMania thirty year. This was WrestleMania thirty seven. Thirty seven. So yeah, it's been seven and a half years since he's. Wrestled in a match. Now I I don't doubt that he hasn't been working towards uh, you know towards returning and there's probably been some matches, um, you know, so, but, but as far as we know, hasn't wrestled a match in seven years. So uh, a, a match, a tag team match in that situation where where Brian could can't carry the load a bit, Darby could carry the load a bit. I mean, what the the way that they've been executing sting in the in these matches um, is has you know they've been pulling it off perfectly so um well you know that that that's been solid um any other thoughts on aew uh, the max caster thing so uh, we, we talked a little bit about it the other week with the promos um, this week a couple people noted that he uh, removed any mention of AEW from his social media platforms was like selling some of his AEW gear on eBay is this so you know he's he's being held off TV for the time being do you think all of this is um you know kind of playing along sort of a sort of a deal or or is it, is there is there a chance that he's he is legit gone from AEW? Whatever this is, it's really unfortunate
1: that because um, I don't I, like
0: he shouldn't be a, gone.
1: There's a certain part of me that like understands cancel culture and what it does, right? But also him getting canceled for this. Sammy Kovara said he wanted to take advantage of Sasha Banks.
0: Right. And had,
1: and we gave him a pass and like, like he did his time. He went to therapy. He came back and apparently Max Casters on that same deal where he's like, so getting some time off without pay. You got to take some sensitivity courses and everything like that. And if Max Caster is upset about any of that, like then that's on him, but also like, there's just a lot of people who are coming at the neck of, of Max Caster for like coming at the neck real hard of Max Caster for, I don't know what, like I still, if I look at it, it's, and, and by no means am I like trying to excuse it or, or right. think, like make light of what he said. But in the context of a freestyle rap, that is tame at
0: best. And I mean, here's the like. Here's my here's my thing. Like, yes, the rap, the promo, whatever you want, whatever word you want to describe what he said was wrong. Probably shouldn't have said it. Um, but. This was on a taped show. There was nobody in production. Now, I know Tony said he slipped through his fingertips. He's going to be better at overseeing, making sure this sort of thing doesn't happen again in the future, blah, 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 yakety yakety. You're telling me nobody else in that truck watching the production of this show as it taped, as it was edited, as it was put up on YouTube... Nobody thought at any moment to go, hey, got a problem here. He said something he shouldn't have. Let Can we can we cut this out? Because they cut a full match out of the next episode because of the fallout from this. So you know they can edit it. They've been pulling these, anytime anybody tweets it, one of those little copyright claims comes up. Um, so... They're trying to make it go away, but you're like, yes, he shouldn't have said it, but there's just as much or maybe a bigger, um, you know, a bigger responsibility for the company to make sure that doesn't make it to air. If you tape something ahead of time and something is said that shouldn't have been said, don't let it air. I understand there's people in the crowd that heard it. But you can you can not not have it go to air and maybe hope that nobody was rolling a cell phone video when it happened. Like you know, but so you know, should Max have a you know Sammy Guevara punishment where he goes away for a little while and you know has sensitivity training or whatever whatever they did with Sammy? Sure, should he be? gone for this now i again i don't know if he's actually gone for this 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 is just we're just talking it out but he shouldn't be he shouldn't be gone for this yes he shouldn't have said it but like he he should not he should not be fired for the for the 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 promo um William says Max Commons recent. Sammy was a couple of years ago. I Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying like Sammy today should be canceled for what happened years ago. I'm saying that if people treated Sammy Guevara with the same fire and vigor that they're treating Max Castor with, then Sammy Guevara would have been canceled two years ago. But they're not. And Max Castor's taking all of this heat for what and for who. Like he he made an un he took a risk, mm-hmm. a big risk with the freestyle. Was it in poor taste? Yes. But if you're trying to get eyes on you, if you're trying to get People to react to you if you're trying to be a heel. And it kind of goes back to a conversation we had here on this very podcast a couple of weeks ago about like the line, the where's the line that's drawn for heels. Max was probably thinking he's doing heel stuff by mentioning Duke Lacrosse to a North Carolina crowd. Right. And mention COVID vaccine tests being fake. To Brian Pillman Jr. and um I'm trying to remember what else he said that was like super problematic. Uh I'm not like, even like, counting the stuff about Julia Hart.
0: Right. It was the Julie. It was it was Simone Biles. Simone Ju- Biles Duke Lacrosse, which
1: was super, which COVID test was and super Julia Hart too, like Simone Biles super tame, like that stuff. If you're going to go after him about that, you should go after Charlotte Flair. Right. Like
0: Charlotte not canceled and the writer from WWE not canceled.
1: Right. Like it's, it's the same. Like the the big sticking point is the Duke lacrosse
0: joke. Right. Correct. Yeah. I mean, like he he wouldn't have said it as
1: he won to North Carolina. And I don't think he would have said it if it was an actual like rape.
2: Right. I think also, didn't Sammy like have a combo right away with Sasha?
0: See, I don't remember all that. I I, I, don't... I, I think that was the report, Matt. Yeah, I think he reached so out to her. I think that's
2: probably attributed to a little bit as to why he was given an, an easier road to redemption than Max has. Um, just because, and not that Max hasn't reached out to people, but there was a lot more people for him to reach out to in this instance, and I, I would be surprised if Reached out to all of them so that if there was a report that he kind of took those steps, I think people would be more open to forgiveness,
0: right? And I'm fine with him being quote unquote punished, but you know, and and, and maybe the the selling of his AEW gear and removing AEW from his social media maybe it's just playing, maybe he's steering into the skid and it's going to make when he does eventually come back even more surprising or something like that. Like this isn't a we know for a fact that he's been let go from W or from AEW. Like we we don't we don't know that. This is just
2: I feel like if he legit was that's something they would come out and say,
0: mm-hmm.
1: "Like we have cut ties like with they, oh,
2: yeah, that's they, true. Just as a PR positioning on it, they would come out and say, "Hey, joke or the rap was in poor taste for that reason we have decided to mutually part ways, something along those lines. So they, the lines Because did they did they make a
0: statement when they released? Who was it? Ha- Jimmy Havoc. See, I don't
1: remember. Yeah, I, don't remember.
0: I, I, I can't remember if if they. Um, let me see if I can find it here quick. Because you know that that would, that would that's the only that's the only really similar. Can you know? It, I don't want to say similar because because they're not they are not the same.
2: But I would also agree, Tim. Like the the conversation does need to be had about Charlotte and the writer just as equally as it is, and to whatever extent punishment goes, it should go
0: both ways. So it was a, in in the Observer um, back in August, almost well, a little over a year ago um aew has released three roster members jimmy havoc b Priestley, and sadie gibbs confirmed by uh dave Meltzer. as of this time the reason for the releases are not known um with havoc the company released a statement on june 19th so they would uh evaluate his status in the company after he completed rehab for both mental health and substance abuse challenges 36 year old was accused of rape abusive behavior and assault as part of the speaking out movement and in their previous statement, AEW said they were aware of the allegations. So I I, 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 can't find anything that there was an actual statement from AEW when he was released. But there was reports from um, Meltzer, and then of course it hit uh, all it hit all the news cycles. So, um, so, so maybe he, maybe there's not an official release from the company, but. Um, That'll remain to be seen. I, I I don't. Again, I don't mind if there's some degree of quote unquote punishment. Um, I, I I also I just if and again this is all if uh, if it is an actual like release. I I think I think it's a bit far. I, I think it's a bit far um, because or or if you are going to release him, then there needs to be more. Um, there needs to be more culpability for Tony Khan and not that Tony Khan can, he's going to, he's not going to fire himself, but somebody sitting in that truck should probably be fired uh, as well because they came across. (laughs)